Hey, it's Pat. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. In case you're not familiar with me, I've been helping people retire for over 20 years now, author of the book Save Your Retirement, and host of the Save Your Retirement radio show. Our goal with this show is to provide you with valuable and timely information to help you plan your retirement, or if you're already retired, help you make the most of it. Ultimately, we want to help you use your money to accomplish your goals and dreams and to help you avoid any stress and fear with your finances and instead replace those with confidence and peace of mind. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe so you won't miss future episodes. Also, if you'd like to give us a great rating, it would mean so much to us and it helps get the word out so we can share this valuable information with others. Thank you so much. And now here's this week's episode. We need to talk. Those are four of the most difficult words ever spoken, right? We need to talk. Unfortunately, many couples and families are putting off the tough conversations they need to have so they can plan for the future together. And preparing for the future as a family through estate and legacy planning and retirement planning is definitely a good thing. And that's what we'll talk about today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Thanks so much for joining us today. Jen Rizak here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists and author of the best-selling book, Save Your Retirement. And Pat, we're going to get into this discussion here of estate and legacy planning, but that phrase, we need to talk, you just don't think anything positive is ever (laughs) going to come after those words, do you? (laughs) No, definitely not. And I will say that as a father of a four-year-old and almost three-year-old, um, it's I might say that daily, you know, as far as <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or whether it's whether it's directly to them or to my wife. Right, right. Um, you need to see what happened, and we needed to talk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we need to talk about this. Well, you know, and I'll I'll tell you too. Um, when I was in college, the guy I was dating at the time came to pick me up at my apartment. We were going to go out to dinner or something, and uh, we get in the car, and he says that to me. We need to talk, <laughs> and I think, uh oh, this is this is not going to be good. The thing is, Pat, that man is now my husband because he was going to be proposing to me that night and he was so nervous and he was just a a ball of nerves. And so that's how he started this conversation of a proposal was, wow, we need to talk. So sometimes- What a romantic. I know, right? He's, he's, (laughs) you've met him. He's not the most romantic guy, but- Sometimes we hear those words, we need to talk, and we're bracing for something terrible, and it doesn't have to be that way. (laughs) It doesn't have to be at all. But I think it's just a matter of starting the conversation, Pat, when we talk about planning for the future and some of those conversations that need to have, and we just don't know how to start, I guess we need to talk is a place that we can start. But anyway, when it comes to estate and legacy planning, Pat, who needs to be involved? Who do you need to have that we need to talk discussion with? Your spouse, your kids, who needs to be there? Well, I think, first of all, I'm really glad that we are covering this topic because the hot terms in our industry are always investments and stock market and returns and all those kinds of things. And this topic is really about what matters in life. You know, we're talking about relationships and family and things like that. So I think the key is before even kind of getting into the nuts and bolts of your first question, Jen, um, always remembering what you're trying to accomplish with this topic. If you're stressed out about something or trying to share with family, there's probably a, maybe a more positive way to approach it than we need to talk, right? <laughs> so yeah. if everyone's not dreading what you're going to say next as you were with your soon-to-be fiancé. But as far as who to get involved, I would say uh, you know a general rule of thumb would be as many people that you're comfortable having involved. And then at what level is up to you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I know that um, a lot of our clients are more comfortable sharing ideas or financial plans, even if it's not going into the details or dollar amounts uh, with family. I think they're more comfortable than probably their parents were. And so and I think that's a good piece of progress. I always joke my parents, you know, when I was a kid, I don't remember ever seeing them have serious conversations. So mm. uh, it wasn't something they were doing in front of my sister and I. So I think that um, trying to reach out to family is good because because most of the time you do want them to maybe not tell you what to do, but at least have an idea what's going on. Right. And, and Pat, if your parents are still living, how important is it to bring up some of this stuff with them, really, just to make sure that they've got everything set up the way they need to and, and to make sure that they don't need any help sorting through some of their planning decisions? Is, is that uh, something that we should think about as well if our parents are still living? 
I think so, Jen. And this is a question that I, I have gotten so many times in my career. You know, a lot of our clients are come to us maybe in their 50s or 60s. And so a lot of them do have their parents still living and their parents are retired or, or maybe elderly. So maybe their parents are very open and talking to them about these things or maybe very closed off. So it's important because you, you, a lot of times you don't really have any idea if your parents have any financial knowledge or knowledge of legal documents and estate planning and things like that. And I think as long as you're sensitive to their comfort level with the topic, I think that's one thing that I would I would mention. And uh, Jen, I, I think great timing for this topic because I was introduced to a book not long ago called Crucial Conversations. Have you ever heard of this? Crucial Conversations, no. Yeah, so the, uh, someone told me, they read this book and it was so helpful because it's all about having difficult conversations and in all walks of your life and making it easier and making it more productive. And I thought right away, I thought, wow, I need that book. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and I love the book, but what the very first point of the book is anytime you are going to have a conversation, either that you expect to be difficult or that becomes difficult, we all tend to get emotional in one way or another. And the book's point is keep the end goal in mind. What are you actually trying to accomplish? Now, if you think about the specific topic you're talking about, I have yet to have a client that says, you know, my parents are elderly and I, I want to suck as much money out of the inheritance as I possibly can. You know, I've never had anyone say that. What people say is, hey, I'm worried about my parents. They worked hard for what they have. I know they don't want it to be wasted by taxes or, you know, legal fees or things like that. And so I think, you know, you and your parents are probably really right aligned and on the same page there. And so it's trying to figure that out. Where are you aligned? Where do you have similarities in what you would want to accomplish? Those are the kinds of things that I think could be tremendously valuable for people as uh, far as, um, talking with family on these types of topics. And as we talk today about estate and legacy planning, I, I do want to just put it out there that this isn't specific advice, specific legal advice that we're giving today. Everybody's situation is unique. You need to get the guidance of qualified help with this before you make any decisions. So we'll put that out there real quickly. But generally speaking, Pat, aside from having something like a will, what are some other core documents that we need to think about for our estate and legacy plan as we're putting this together for ourselves? or maybe trying to help guide a family member through this. Yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned that, Jen. You know, we are not attorneys. We don't draw up legal documents, but a lot of our clients appreciate our kind of common sense explanation of some of the things. So there's three things about documents I think are important. Um, having a will or a trust and understanding the pros and cons of each. And then power of attorney, which um, there's generally two kinds, which is for health care, and then a durable power of attorney, which is more along with finances. And then the third category, I would say, is your beneficiaries on all your financial accounts, making sure those are in order. So you can kind of see some of that is a little more in our area and some is in the attorney's area. Our goal is to help you just kind of bring all of these things together so they're all consistent. The last thing you would want to have is a will that you drop with an attorney that says one thing and a beneficiary form you do with your financial planner that says something else. So part of our comprehensive planning approach is to make sure everything is consistent. And we hope that that brings you tremendous value and peace of mind knowing that the plan is in order. And that's one of those things we don't talk a lot about on the show. But uh, if that would be helpful for you to have kind of a coach kind of bringing the team together and making sure everything is in order, give us a call now at 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call right now. Take advantage of what we offer, which is our no-cost, no-obligation, five-step retirement review. One of those steps is reviewing your estate circumstances, making sure it is in order and accomplishing your goals. Once again, that number is 803-9-RETIRE. And if it's easier to find the numbers when you're looking at your phone, 803-973-8473 is the number to call to reach Pat Struby and the team at Preservation Specialists. Pat, real quickly, let's talk about what the impact could be to your overall retirement plan if you don't have the right estate planning documents in place. Yeah, so I think the uh, obvious one is after you're gone. So if you think about after you pass away, if you don't have a will or a trust, or if you do and it's poorly worded or not handled properly, you know, there can be additional costs, there can be legal fees, probate delays, um, additional taxes involved. The biggest one that I've seen, though, that has really affected people's lives is just family arguments. And, um, you know, I, the first time that I ever experienced this was when my grandparents passed away. And I was, I think, in my late teens. Uh, so I was not a financial planner uh, yet. And I hadn't gotten into my first real finance classes yet. Mm. And when my grandparents passed away, you know, my dad had had a number of siblings and one 
than half sibling and things weren't clarified and it just created kind of a family mess and it was all unnecessary. Uh, I think if the parents would have made their wishes clear, it would have been uh, really simple. So that's the kind of thing that I think most people certainly would want to avoid. And then the other thing that's not realized is um, there are things that are for important for during your lifetime and that's where the power of attorney comes in, making sure your wishes are clear. The last thing you'd want to do is have, you know, even if you're married, your spouse has limitations on what they can do if, if you don't have things documented properly. So I think those are important things for people to keep in mind. Pat, can you talk about how your team approaches estate and legacy planning? Just walk us through how it fits in with everything else that you do. Yeah, it really is. We love the visual of those five financial areas, your income planning, investment planning, tax planning, healthcare and insurance planning, and then estate planning, and think of them as puzzle pieces and fitting together. And for most people, this isn't the number one thing on their mind. For some people, it's an afterthought. And so it depends on your priorities, but it's relevant to your planning. If you're married, your estate plan is not only what happens after you're both gone, but it's after one of you are gone, um, because that can your lives can be kind of turned upside down, not only personally and emotionally, but also financially. Uh, there's so many changes that can happen. So we want to make sure that you are aware of how those things work, how all of those pieces fit together, not only giving you a plan if something like that happens, but also giving you a partnership, someone to help through that process. And then ultimately, it's just to help you accomplish your goals. So, you know, it's not fun to think about what happens if we get incapacitated or we pass away. Um, So it's not something we probably want to talk about constantly, (laughs) but taking the time to think about it once and getting it down and making sure it's being handled properly can provide tremendous peace of mind so you don't have to worry about what would happen after you're gone. If you haven't had that kind of conversation with your financial planner yet, give us a call now at 803-9-RETIRE. That is one of the five areas in our no-cost, no-obligation five-step retirement review. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now at 803-9-RETIRE to schedule a time with one of our retirement planners. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. 80% of men die married, 80% of women die single. How can that be? You'll find out next. Stay with us. You define your future. You have choices. You can choose to be the author of your own life story. We all know the stock market is like a casino. You put your money down and you hope you win. But there's so many things beyond your control. When it comes to your money and your retirement, there are things that you can do to help protect yourself. Finding the right financial advisor, somebody who puts your interests first and helps you build a plan that takes into account what might happen with financial markets is an example of you choosing to be prepared. Pat Struby and the team at Preservation Specialist have helped hundreds of individuals and families plan for retirement. Economics and politics, they're beyond your control. But making a call to plan for those things is a choice you can make today. Call Preservation Specialist at 803-9-RETIRE. Choose to be prepared. 803-9-RETIRE. Rembeck has been remunerated and is not a client. Investment Advisory Services offered through Kalos Capital Inc. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I'm Jen Rizak alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists and author of the best-selling book, Save Your Retirement. RetireWithPat.com is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. Today we're talking about planning for the future as a family. Did you know about 80% of men die married, but 80% of women die single? These numbers come from the Women's Institute for a Secure Retirement. So Pat, let's think about this. The majority of men die married, but the majority of women die single. How does this affect couples who are trying to build a retirement plan? Well, before I answer your question, Jen, I'm going to say that's an amazing statistic, mm-hmm. uh, and it really gets you thinking. The other thing is I love to surprise you because I almost never get to. I've got a statistic for you. Oh, okay. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm going to make you guess. Okay. Oh, gosh. What do you guess the average age a woman becomes a widow? The average age a woman becomes a widow, uh, 66. That's a good guess, and that's younger than most people would say. It's 59. 59? In their 50s? Isn't that amazing? Oh, my gosh. Yes. And the reason I say that is contemplating passing away 
is, of course, a really difficult thing for all of us. And, you know, some of our clients are single, uh, but a lot of them are married. And the first thing we're talking about isn't, well, here's what happens if one of us dies, right? That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about almost all the time, hey, what what do you both want to do in retirement? What's that going to look like, right? And it's a much more positive conversation. Uh, but the reality is we have to address this, right? We have to consider uh, what would happen if someone passes away. So um, what we want to build into a plan is we want a plan that is prepared in case you both live a really long time, right? And everyone has their own joke for what that means. You know, I want to make sure I'm not eating cat food. I want to make sure I'm not applying to be a Walmart greeter when I'm 92. So we have to have money to plan for that. However, and we can all hope that that happens, that you both live a really long time, but we also have to have a plan in case one of these spouses passes away early. And the reason for that is there's many different reasons, but on the most basic um, logical level, in basically any married couple situation, if one spouse passes away, it affects the income of the surviving spouse. So it can affect all kinds of things as far as your finances. And so having a plan for that is really, really important. And the other thing that I've found, Jen, as we've done this longer and longer is it's not only having the plan, but it's having the relationship and having a human being in a team that uh, can help. And I've had uh, a large number of um, families hire us uh, and specifically say the number one reason they did it was because one person handles the finances in the family and they said, I need to have someone here for my spouse if I pass away. And that's a tremendous, I think that's, a, that's just a showing of love by that person to make sure that their spouse is taken care of. And I don't know any better way to do it than that. It's just taking those steps to make sure that your loved ones are taken care of. Absolutely. And, and I do want to talk about some of the ways we can do that. But first, I want to clarify, Pat, how legacy planning, when we talk about leaving money for our heirs and loved ones, how that's different from income planning for your spouse or significant other after you're gone. Yes. So I've seen a tremendous change in priorities during my career, Jen, over 22 years. Mm -hmm. uh, when I worked with retirees 22 years ago, Sometimes they'd say, hey, we're just kind of, we're not really spending it and we just want to leave a big pile of money behind to our kids. I don't hear that very often anymore. <laughs> so the most common answer that I get when we really drill down into priorities is number one, uh, we want to provide for our lifestyle in retirement and we want to make sure we maintain that as long as possible and hopefully our entire lives. Number two, I want to make sure my spouse is protected in case something happens to one of the two spouses. Uh, of course, we're talking about you know a married couple. And then number three, whatever's left over, uh, let's try and make sure it goes to family or whomever or whatever entity, your church or charity, whoever, wherever that's supposed to go, rather than being wasted by taxes and legal costs and things like that. And the one thing that I want to make sure to mention is there's a couple of reasons that, that aren't really talked about a lot. One is, you know, I believe that God brings two people together in marriage, and part of it is opposites attract. And so he brings us together for a reason. And I know, Jen, you know, you're married and I'm married as well. And so we can laugh about how, you know, those differences can be a tremendous blessing and they can drive us crazy too, right? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but usually one person is going to be the primary on finances and one person isn't. So if that person that is primary on finances passes away first, if you have no planner or plan in place, that can be a devastating and terrifying position for the surviving spouse. And the other one is, my wife and I were joking about this uh, the other night, which is, usually a one person that's more detail-oriented than the other who's not. So just having someone there to help in that process just can just be a tremendous blessing. And let's go back to what we were talking about earlier about the fact that it's so unlikely both spouses will pass away at the same time. What are some ways we can make sure the surviving spouse has enough money to live on? Well, what we do in our planning process, Jen, uh, in the very beginning when we're working with new clients is we're helping them look at what are all the things you have working for you? What are all your assets? So that's going to be obvious things like your 401k or your savings account or things like that, but it's also going to be your house. It's going to be a pension. It's going to be your social security benefits, all of those kinds of things. And then what are the things, the costs we need to cover? So that's going to be primarily what's your lifestyle going to look like and how much money you're going to need. 
And what we really need to drill down into, and this is not the most fun part of the process, is we need to run, okay, here's the numbers of income we're going to create, but if one of you passes away, how does that change? And in some cases, that is going to change more than others. I have a couple I'm working with right now. He has two pensions. Uh, One of them is military, so it's going to drop in half when he passes away, and it's a very large pension. He has another pension that does not have a spousal benefit. So when you take the reduction in Social Security and reduction in pension, it's going to be a tremendous reduction for her. Now, it's okay that that's the case. We just have to have a plan to make sure we have it covered if he does pass away before she does. And so that's where our expertise can come in and help you help give you that. Now, hopefully they both live a really long time and that's not needed. But if something were to happen to him, they both want to make sure they know that they're okay. And that's the bottom line of what we're trying to accomplish. So there's a lot of different strategies that can go into that. Um, that are beyond the time that we have today. But that's what we are working on for our clients to help make sure that they're covered. So do you have an income plan in place? And do you have a plan if you're married, if one spouse predeceases the other? If not, call us right now at 803-9-RETIRE. We'll offer you an absolutely no-cost, no-obligation, five-step retirement review, including a review of your income plan. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call right now at 803-9-RETIRE. If it's easier to locate the numbers or to see the numbers when you're looking at your phone, that's 803-973-8473, 803-973-8473, or as Pat said, an easy way to remember that, 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby, he's with Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak alongside Pat. If you do have a life insurance policy, something like that in place, will that be enough to make sure your spouse or your family will be provided for when you're gone? Well, life insurance is one tool that can work. And I always try to remind our clients of that. You know, sometimes we all have opinions about so many things in life. And when you think about insurance or investments, that's certainly one. And some people are big believers in insurance and some people don't believe it. And I always just try to remind them it's just a tool. So if we are in a circumstance and we're saying, okay, if one of you passes away, now we have a problem. We don't have enough in the nest egg to cover your spouse. How do we solve that problem? One of the options is life insurance. And the two biggest benefits of life insurance are uh, under current law, the benefits are tax-free. And then secondly, they're available pretty much instantaneously, um, whereas sometimes investments or assets like real estate or a house are not always. So uh, it has benefits, but um, that doesn't necessarily mean that's the right choice or that it's going to be enough. And so that's where, again, we would do an analysis and try and make sure each surviving spouse would be fine. Pat, who needs to be thinking about long-term care insurance or other options to help with these costs of long-term care? Who are we talking to today? It's most of us in the middle. So um, if you are retiring and the only thing you're going to have are your Social Security benefits, then that's not really your biggest concern. You just want to work as long as you can and defer your Social Security benefits as long as you can. If you are independently wealthy and have tens of millions of dollars in your nest egg and paying for a nursing care uh, every year is a blip on the radar for you, then you can self-insure. Um, so guess what? That means all of us in the middle are the ones that have to think about it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not saying that everyone needs to run out and buy long-term care insurance. I'm not saying that at all. That industry has had tremendous challenges uh, in the past decade. Uh, and in fact, I would say the majority of our clients are not going out and you know buying uh, or applying for those types of policies these days. What we have seen is the industry has been trying tremendously to find more unique strategies to help people with. And so we've actually, when someone hires us, we've actually put together kind of a white paper that talks through all the various options and pros and cons. And we're very much of the belief that there is no one size fits all. And as I always like to say, there's no easy button, Jen. So we can't just press a button and say, okay, we've solved this problem. What we need to do is that's why we ask our clients to hire us to be their planners. So we're going to talk through those different options and help them find the fit that's best for them. And it, Or as we like to say, of all the options, which one is most optimal for you? If you don't have a plan for that yet, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer you an absolutely no-cost, no-obligation, five-step retirement review. Call now at 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call right now to schedule a meeting with one of our retirement planners at 803 9 Retire. Do you know how much of your assets will be left to your loved ones after taxes? We'll talk about the impact taxes could have on your financial legacy. That's coming up next.
Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I'm Jen Rizak alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists and author of the best-selling book, Save Your Retirement. You've seen Pat in the local media. You've read his articles in USA Today and Investors Business Daily. Glad to have him here today as we're talking about planning for the future as a family. If it's important to you to leave something behind for your loved ones, you probably want to make sure that it's your spouse, your kids, or your grandkids who get as much of that money as possible, right? So, Pat, are there strategies that can be used that can help reduce the impact of taxes on our financial legacy? Uh, definitely, Jen. This is a big one. And you know, one point I'd like to make is if anyone has had family pass away and leave an inheritance behind, one point I would like to make is we are seeing a transition now where that's changing tremendously. And what I mean by that is if you are kind of around retirement age, uh, if you've had a parent pass away, generally that generation had little to no retirement accounts uh, because Mm the 401k and IRA were essentially created in the 70s and early 80s. So you you had to be working a number of years after that to really accumulate much there. And the reason I bring that up is that in previous generations, a lot of times there was not anything that had deferred income taxes in it that was left behind. So we've had clients that have inherited tens of thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars, even you know a million dollars from family, whether that's from real estate or a home or a farm or a business or an actual portfolio. And sometimes there's little to no income taxes due on mm. that inheritance, which is awesome, of course. Yeah. Um, now what's happening uh, with our clients as we're doing this planning Uh, Many of our clients have accumulated a lot of their wealth in tax-deferred accounts, 401k and IRA. Well, one thing to keep in mind is when you are withdrawing money from that in retirement, that's, of course, going to be taxable. And then whatever balance is left to your family, it's still going to be taxable. That Mm -hmm. is not certainly not forgiven. The IRS is not in the business of forgiving (laughs) income taxes that that were deferred, right? So I wanted to start there. So having said that, there are a lot of different strategies that we can use. One example example would be a Roth IRA, a Roth 401k. So that is a uh, idea where you no longer get the current tax deduction for money going into those accounts. But if withdrawn properly, uh, funds can be withdrawn tax-free and they can go tax-free to your beneficiaries. And that's something that we talk about with all of our clients, whether they're recently retired or still working. Uh, Life insurance, we touched on uh, briefly earlier. Life insurance can be used to protect a spouse by having a tax-free, immediately available benefit, or it can be uh, used for kids or grandkids or uh, church or charity. And then uh, the other idea is an idea we call a stretch IRA, which I have in my book, Uh, when we talk about trying to help you reduce taxes in legal ways. And the idea there is if you have a taxable account that you end up passing on to the next generation, current law says that they can stretch those taxes out over their life expectancy, which is a tremendous tax savings. And I will say, Jen, as of this recording, they're talking about changing those laws. So it's a really important time to be aware of these rules because it could have a tremendous effect on taxes for your family. And it's something that we're going to make sure we want to be talking about with our clients Um, regardless of what way the legislation goes. We want to make sure that they're informed and their plan is up to date with um, whatever rules change. Right. And let's talk a little bit about changing rules as far as the tax reforms, President Trump's tax reforms that went into effect, uh, I think it was last year. Did that include many changes that we need to be aware of? Yeah. So I think when, especially when you're thinking of like estate taxes, it's been fascinating for me, Jen, because just somewhat, I mean, I guess lucky timing or coincidental timing, I guess I should say. So I started um, in January of 1997 as a financial planner. Mm -hmm. And believe it or not, the estate tax per household was $600,000 at that time, um, which is kind of mind boggling to think about because we do have clients that have assets of less than 600,000 that they, and they're happily retired on that. But we have a lot of clients clients that are still working that may have more than $600,000 and they are worried that they don't have enough. So to imagine someone who's worried that they can't retire and yet the government's saying, you're so wealthy, we're going to tax you for being a rich person is kind of a crazy thought, right? Yeah. So in the first couple years of my career, they bumped that number up from 600000 to $1 million. And now uh, there's been some significant changes. That number is actually over $11 million now. Now that is considering your entire Entire estate. So that's mm-hmm. in, including your home, any real estate. 
life insurance, retirement plans, and all those kinds of things. So I will tell you that from my experience, we don't meet a lot of people that have to worry about having more than $11 million of value in their estate. And so, Jen, I would bring it back to what we just talked about, which is for almost every family that we work with, the tax issue is not the estate tax or inheritance tax, it's deferred income taxes. What's much more common for us, we're not working with a lot of people with over $11 million. What we are doing is we're working with a lot of people that maybe their entire retirement is based on their 401k. Maybe they've got a million bucks in their 401k. Well, what happens if you're married and you and your spouse pass away much earlier than you expected and a million dollars goes to your family, but it's all tax deferred? Well, we certainly don't want them paying all that tax all at once, right? Because that's going to be part of their taxable income. They're going to be in the highest possible tax bracket. So what are the strategies we can use to help them either defer or avoid as many of those taxes as possible? Those are the kinds of thoughts, Jen, that we are looking at. We want to make sure if you're married and one of you passes away, that the other person has as tax efficient of a plan and income going forward as possible. And then if something happens to both of you, how do we make sure that what you've worked so hard for, as much of that gets to your family, to your church or charity, whoever you want that to go to in whatever organization, how do we make sure that it's going to them rather than enormous amounts of taxes, rather than legal costs and probate delays? That's really getting to the heart of what we find our clients are interested in with estate planning. So if you if you are not absolutely sure what would happen in your case, give us a call right now at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer an absolutely no cost, no obligation, five-step retirement review, which covers five different areas. One of those is the estate planning area. How do we make sure if you're married, your spouse is going to be okay if one of you passes away early? And then also after both of you are gone, make sure you're doing the best you can for your family, for any other organizations that you want to support. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. Call right now and schedule a meeting with one of our retirement planners at 803-9-RETIRE. And if it's easier to see the numbers when you're looking at your phone, 803-973-8473 is the number you can call. Again, that's 803-973-8473 to reach Pat Struby and the team at Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak here today alongside Pat. Pat, aside from estate taxes, can you talk about other ways taxes might impact our retirement? Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's a big question. (laughs) It is. Yeah. So for most people, as I mentioned, the priority is how do we protect our lifestyle if we live a long time? The next one is how do I protect my spouse? And then lastly, what happens after I'm gone? So how do we protect your lifestyle? Well, taxes are a huge factor there, right? Um, So what we're trying to do, the example I always like to use, Jen, is when we're working, most people are just getting a W-2 every year. And of course, we'd love to get a raise. We'd love to make a little more money. We set up a tax withholding and it's just you get taxed on whatever you make. And that's very logical, right? And we all understand that. But once you retire, very few people that we work with have income coming from just one place. So if you're married, a lot of people, both people will be getting social security. Maybe one of you has a pension and then maybe both of you had a 401k and we're going to start taking money out of each of those monthly. Well, that's five different areas that we're taking money from. Uh, Maybe you inherited some money and sitting in the bank or in a brokerage account. Now, all of a sudden we have choices because where do we take money from and how much? And the reason that's so important, Jen, is if you have a planner that's helping you create your income, helping you oversee the savings and investments, we can also do the tax plan. And what that really means for most people is how do we keep you in a lower tax bracket? Just one example I will use is one of the biggest jumps in our tax code is goes from 12% taxes to 22% taxes. And I will tell you, most of us look at it and say, well, 22% taxes, that sounds pretty normal. But man, what if you retired and you could stay in the 12% tax Mm. bracket? That sounds like a pretty sweet deal, right? So can we make that happen? That's the kind of thing that we want to try and help you look at. Because not only can that be a tremendous value to you now, but what if those tax rates go up significantly in the future? If you're keeping your taxable income on a lower level, then you have a lot less risk then. Pat, can we talk a little bit about some strategies that will help us address this, keep more of our retirement savings for our own use? That's what we want. We want to be able to spend it the way we want to, rather than having to spend it on taxes. It's not what you make, it's what you keep that counts. So how do we do that? 
Definitely. So I think that the first step that we take, Jen, is is uh, when someone hires us, uh, we're going through and we're creating their what we call the kind of the foundation of their retirement, which is a written retirement income plan, which is helping them figure out what will the expenses look like in our best estimate to live the lifestyle that they're hoping for through retirement. So now we know what we need to spend, uh, what we're going to be spending. So now we know what type of income we need to create. When we're creating that income, now we're going to run a projection and we're going to look at where that puts you tax-wise. And we're going to run that out for decades for most people. And what's fascinating to see, Jen, is to see what that's projecting out and how many taxes you're going to pay the rest of your life. And it's, it can be really eye-opening if you think about, you know, think about how much taxes we paid last year and then project that out another 10, 20, 30 years, that's a lot of money in taxes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So it can really help us look at that and say, okay, what can we do about it? And you know, there's a lot of uh, strategies that we use with a lot of clients. Uh, what I just mentioned, which is trying to keep you in a lower tax bracket every year, that's one of our absolute default assumptions we're gonna try and do with every single client. We want to look at IRAs and 401ks, and is there any purpose or any logic to using Roth IRA and, and Roth 401k, uh, which can be, if used appropriately, can be withdrawn tax-free on the back end. That can create a lot of flexibility as well. So there's a few different things that can be done, and it really takes someone that's taking that comprehensive look to pull everything together. Pat, how can you create a retirement strategy for the future when there are so many unknowns, right? We don't know what tax policies will be in place 20 or 30 years from now. So how can we do this? This is such a good question, Jen. You know, I'm thinking of a speaker that I saw in the last year or so since the Trump tax law changes Mm -hmm. took effect. And he had an amazing example. He said, what if I was going to lend you money, let's say for a mortgage? And I said, here's the deal. You don't have to make any payments, but then there's going to be a balloon payment in the future. Oh, and by the way, you don't know what that interest rate is until I tell you at the time you have to make the payment. How does that sound? Well, it sounds crazy, right? (laughs) And his analogy was that's taxes. Uh, I just mentioned tax rates of 12% and 22% right now. Well, what if 10 or 20 years from now, those tax rates are 40 and 50% or it could be anything, right? 20 and 60%. We have no idea because we have no control over future tax rates. And that's a really scary thing. So what we want to do is we just want to have a plan that's flexible. And we also want to consider that uh, when these tax law changes have happened in the last couple of years, a phrase that I have heard used before is right now taxes are on sale. And the reason that phrase is used is because if we think about if tax laws change, it's probably because um, a different party is in control and they want higher tax rates. So that means right now they're lower, so they're on sale. And the other phrase that I heard that was really striking as far as making decisions, Jen, was once the sale is over, you've missed it. And I just thought, wow, that's a really interesting perspective to have. So uh, when we're thinking about how you do a retirement strategy for the future and not knowing tax policies, we want to take advantage of opportunities today. And then we also want to be looking forward. And we would say, Jen, that now is the absolute perfect time to review your plan and look at how recent tax law changes, maybe they're affecting you today, but also in the future. So how is your tax situation affected by the Trump tax law changes? If you're not absolutely sure, give us a call now at 803-9-RETIRE. Take advantage of our no-cost, no-obligation, five-step retirement review, and one of those five steps is your tax plan today and in the future. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, mention the Save Your Retirement radio show to Schedule a meeting now at 803-9-RETIRE. No one's promised tomorrow, and that's why we want you to start talking about estate and legacy planning with your family today. But how do you start the conversation? That's coming up next. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I'm Jen Rizak alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists and author of the best-selling book, Save Your Retirement. RetireWithPat.com is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. And as we get into this last part of the show, if you hear something you'd like to get some answers on, the number you can call is 803-973-8473 
or an easier way to remember that is 803-9-RETIRE. Pat, nobody's promised tomorrow. Every day there are headlines about a family reeling from an untimely death. Sometimes it's a celebrity, but we're just as shaken hearing stories on the local news or reading in the obituaries about people right here in our community. This is why we want people to start talking about estate and legacy planning with their families today. So talk about the benefits, Pat, of financial planning now so you aren't scrambling to react to something unexpected. Yeah, so I think a few angles I'll take there, Jen. One is as a comprehensive financial planner, I'm a little biased on the benefits Mm -hmm. of financial planning, right? (laughs) So uh, I think anyone can benefit from that. And our firm's particular expertise is less with someone just getting started uh, and looking to accumulate for the long term. And and our expertise is much more along the lines of, you know, maybe if you were, you know, within 10 or 15 years of retirement and then kind of at retirement and after retirement. And in those specific times, I think about what we've talked about a little bit on the show today, but think of the different areas that could provide you tremendous value. The first one for most people is if you are married, um, the first benefit is what if you both live a real long time? Uh, how do you have a plan in place so that you can enjoy your retirement, not worry about your finances, and not worry about running out of money? So that would be number one. Mm-hmm. Number two would be what are the significant curveballs that could come at you that could kind of derail that plan? Uh, one of them we talked about, which is what, what if one of the spouses passes away early on? Do you have a plan prepared for that? The other one that I didn't really tie into this kind of order would be what if one of you has a significant health care need? Do we have a financial plan? in place to protect from that. And then finally, the last piece of that is then what happens if something happens to both of you. So for most people, what I've found, Jen, and, and I've read about this and I've listened to speakers talk about this and I've, I've lived it, which is women are, I will say, <laughs> usually they're much smarter about men, about really thinking about what's important. And what I mean by that is men are often very goal-driven. So we're thinking, okay, we need to accumulate a pile of money. It is for the benefit of our family, but we get focused on rate of return and do I have X number of dollars in, in my portfolio and all these kinds of things. And women are usually much better about remembering this is about our loved ones. It's about each other. It's about um, having a, a retirement together. It's about our family. It's about children. It's about grandchildren, all those kinds of things. So my first, so it's a long rambling answer to say, <laughs> my first suggestion would be stop and think about what is really important to you. For most people, it's enjoying their life. You've worked so long to be able to retire and do the things you want to do. How do we plan for that? And it's about family. It's not fun thinking about what happens if I die, what happens if my spouse dies. It's not fun thinking about if one of you is incapacitated. And it's not fun thinking about if one of you has a serious health care need. So we don't want to constantly come back to that. But what we do want to do is we want to think it through enough to have a plan in place. And then ultimately what that's going to give you, it's going to give you peace of mind. And I can tell you, Jen, that I know that we've had uh, clients in that one of the reasons they came in was because one of the spouses was thinking, what happens if my spouse passes away or what happens if my spouse gets sick and they're fearful and they're worried? That's not a worry-free retirement. Uh, We want to do is we want to give you that plan so you have the peace of mind to know, okay, everything's going to be okay. How do you start this conversation, Pat, about estate and legacy planning with your spouse, your kids, your parents, whomever it is that you need to start talking to? Where do you begin? Well, when I think about that, Jen, I I think back to um, one of the first business books I ever read, which was Stephen Covey's uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a really good book. I found it very dense. Uh, It's a a long read, but it's really, really good. And I think one of his first priorities in there is begin with the end in mind. So if you are thinking about a serious uh, estate planning conversation with your spouse, kids, or parents, stop first and think about what am I trying to accomplish with this conversation? So you're probably not going to be argumentative then, right? So what are some personality traits you would have? Well, you would want to be patient. You don't want to be arguing. You don't want to be pressuring. And then one of the things we've actually considered one of the core values at Preservation Specialist is empathy. And what I've learned over the years is as we've built our team, I want our team to be empathetic with each other because we're all different. Uh, Because in order to serve our clients, we need people in different 
capacities that have different skills and specialties. But also we want our team to be empathetic with our clients because we're all different. We're all going through different things in our lives. And so we want to make sure we're empathizing with them. And I would say that that is certainly a good piece of advice for anyone who's about to have a serious conversation about this with their family. And I'll tell a quick story. Uh, Linda in our office always likes to use the phrasing that the cobbler's kids don't have shoes. Are you, are you familiar mm-hmm. with that yeah. uh, expression, yep. Jen? So, yeah. so she'd always tease me. And so I, I was working on client things so long. And I finally, years ago, finally said, okay, I'm going to go get my legal stuff and get my estate plan done. And I have two older kids from a previous relationship. Mm-hmm. And so when Janelle and I were doing this, I like to, you know, anytime I'm having a conversation with clients about how they're going to do this, I make sure I tell them, you know, Janelle and I went into it and we love each other very much. And we thought, okay, we want this to be as fair as possible for everybody. And I thought this was going to be so easy. And boy, Jen, was I wrong (laughs) because what I thought was fair for everybody was different than what Janelle thought was fair for everybody. (laughs) And so it's just so good to talk these things out. And, um, you know, it wasn't, you know, the first time we talked about it, it wasn't a fun conversation, but boy, is it nice that we have it behind us and that we've got that planned. Um, and so that's, a, that's an example that I can tell you from my own personal experience that I think uh, we have found tremendous value from it. And that's where we quite often are working with a client and helping them figure out how do you want to get those legal documents done? We're going to help you figure out what your goals are, what your priorities are. We're going to help you make sure all of your accounts are titled properly and owned properly, any of the right beneficiaries on there. And then usually there's going to be an estate attorney that's just going to do the the finishing touches then with the legal documents, whether it's a will or a trust or a power of attorney. So uh, if you're not absolutely sure that you have all of that in order right now, call us right now at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer you a no cost, no obligation, five-step retirement review. One piece of that is your estate plan, helping you make sure you've got all of those things in order to accomplish what you're looking to accomplish. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. Pat Struby is with Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak alongside that number again, 803-9-RETIRE. Or when you're looking at your phone, if it's easier to find the numbers, 803-973-8473. Pat, estate and legacy planning, it's just one part of a solid retirement plan. It's an important part, and oftentimes we don't spend a lot of time on it here on the show, so I'm glad we did that here today. But tell me, when does it come up in your planning process? Well, I had a couple of thoughts about that, Jen. One is uh, we are touching on you know all five areas uh, from the very beginning, but we're also trying to make sure we know what's on your mind. So when you come into our office, there's not some kind of like roadmap that says you, you have to talk about this. Uh, the very first thing we're trying to find out is what's on your mind? What are you concerned about? How can we talk through that and help you plan for that? And I will say, occasionally, estate planning is number one, but that's not normally the case. Normally, it's, how do I make sure I never run out of money? It's, the stock market has been going up forever. It's going to crash. I'm terrified of that. It's, the banks pay no interest. What am I supposed to do? So those, those are the kinds of things that most of us have kind of bouncing around in our minds. Maybe healthcare, you know, if there's a major healthcare cost. Um, so for most people, it's not the thing that we dive into in great depth initially. When someone hires us to create their custom-built retirement plan, then what we do as advisors is we have a priority checklist and we go over those five areas and we kind of talk about where you're at today. And then one of those areas we're going to talk about is estate planning, uh, legal documents. Uh, what do you want to happen if you're married, if one spouse passes away? Uh, what are your concerns? How do you make sure you're prepared for that? And then once you, you're both gone, what do you want to happen? Do you have concerns about family, you know, kids or grandkids that maybe would not handle things in a, in a responsible way or you're concerned they would wouldn't, those kinds of things. And what I will tell you that we have happened quite often is that is kind of as we're wrapping up completing the initial plan, those are the last things we're putting together. So we're getting the income plan in place, the investment plan in place. And then at the end, now once we have those things set up, how do we tie everything together and make absolutely sure that the estate plan's in place? And I think, Jen, that's making sure we're focusing on our clients' priorities. It's also because it's not fun, you know what I mean, talking about legal documents and what if I die and things like that. Pat, what types of financial professionals or advisors can help us put together an estate plan for now, because that needs to be done now, but also a retirement plan for the future? 
Yeah, for in most cases, um, you're going to need multiple people. And a lot of our clients, you know, we do have some do-it-yourselfers that will do some things on their own. A lot of our clients will end up having three professionals. So they're going to have us as their retirement planners. So they're going to hire us to build a retirement plan, to implement the plan, and then to manage the plan and, and help make adjustments on an ongoing basis for years to come. And then they're going to have an accountant um, that's going to actual file the taxes. And so I get questions on that a lot uh, because we are tax planners, but we're not tax preparers. So uh, we want to have someone who's well-versed in the tax code that can help you make sure you file, uh, pay as little as you can this year, and obviously stay completely out of trouble and be doing things totally legally. And then what we're doing is we're doing the long-term planning on the taxes, helping you from year to year figure out, should you be doing a Roth conversion this year? How do you stay in a lower tax bracket and those types of things? And then the final piece then is an estate planning attorney. Not all of our clients hire one, uh, but uh, certainly many of them do. And uh, that's usually not a relationship that you're talking to on a yearly basis or anything like that. It's someone that you're hiring just to kind of bring those things in uh, and kind of tie everything together with the proper legal documents. Again, it could be a will or a trust. Um, quite often, um, if you're a married couple, you'll each have a healthcare power of attorney. You'll each have a durable power of attorney. Just making sure those documents are all in good order. And if laws don't change, you may not have to make any changes to those documents. But um, that way you've got these different professionals that all are working together to make sure that your plan is comprehensive and in good order. Pat, if we haven't had the time to get any of this in place yet, we know we need to get it done, but we just haven't gotten started. What advice do you have? What do we need to do if we do need that prompt to go ahead and start to get some plans in place? Well, Jen, I would definitely say now is a tremendous time to start. Um, and we meet so many people, and what they have done is they have accumulated over their adult lives financial stuff. They have you know, started a 401k, they've started an IRA, they've got life insurance, they've got health insurance, they've got all of these things. They're trying to do the best they can to accumulate things, uh, but we're not taught in school how to do that. We're not taught financial planning, we're not taught retirement planning. And so what we do is we take all of your hard work and we help you piece that together into a cohesive plan. And now is a tremendous time to do that because um, we can help give you peace of mind to know that you've got a plan in place. We talked earlier about the Trump tax law changes. It's an exciting opportunity to talk about taxes and help you figure out are there ways, are there strategies that we can help you lower your tax bill over the next five or 10 years. That's a tremendous opportunity. And I think ultimately what I would say uh, we have a lot of people do, especially as we kind of build a retirement plan for someone and then we're kind of wrapping up the initial meetings, one of the most common things that we'll have someone say, and it does not matter how old they are, one of the most common things they'll say is, boy, I wish I would have done this years ago. And so that really is a testament to the fact that um, just having a plan and having a team that's there for you can give a tremendous amount of peace of mind. If you don't have all of that, call us right now at 803-9-RETIRE to get started with our absolutely no cost, no obligation, five-step retirement review. That number is 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now and mention the Save Your Retirement Radio Show to take advantage of one of the spots we have specifically on our calendars for listeners of today's show. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Make sure you remember that number Pat just shared, 803-9-RETIRE, or if it's easier to see the numbers on your phone, 803-973-8473. Be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from Pat. I'm Jen Rizak. So glad you spent some time with us here today. Have a great week. Preservation Specialists is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income are never referring to securities or investment products. Preservation Specialists is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Securities offered through Kalos Capital, Inc. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Management, Inc. Both at 11525 Parkwood Circle, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30005. Preservation Specialist is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of Kalos Capital, Inc. or Kalos Management, Inc.